it's better this way. That was an artful transition. I'm like, yeah, just go, just go. And you're like, beep. <laughs> All right, black cards. I'm Matt Ferrando. <laughs> I'm John Becker. And I'm a spider. And this is... There's a black spider. And this is Yo MTGA team. I would love to have a spider. <laughs> That's why I like penumbra spiders so much. Uh, black spider too. Alright, so Demonic Taskmaster. That sounds like my card of the day yesterday. Yeah, I, you What know. is your card of the day? You have like a new blog? Huh? No, uh, you're just linking to Gatherer. Right now I'm just linking to Gatherer. What happened to your blog? I made one post on it. Why don't you just put the thing in your blog, card uh, of the day? I want to make my blog for non-magic content. Steve's a single... Wait, it's single it's non-content right now. I'm yeah, sure. right now. So I've succeeded in my goal of having it be non-magic content. Barely on the content, though. All right, I'll make another blog post this week. All right, call. I will. I'll do it. No, call first. You oh, say you want to oh I'll, I'll call. <laughs> Speaking of bug pussy, you like that one with horrible pole and me, you and Shark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good but you left out the octopus egg part. I think that was a different trip. What's that? <laughs> I think it was a different God, trip. That's terrible. Teddy Card Game liked that one too. So, but nobody like nobody likes things like I took took the trouble to like put like Facebook like, but they only like the ones that I like write about meeting my wife and stuff. Like you know, like Richard Felton's like this is a great blog post. And I, all like the UMTG Taps guys are like oh write about magic on your blog. So I did. Nobody likes anything. That's not you should know. about magic. Writing about Justin <laughs> Bullitt, almost getting his stupid head by werewolves. <laughs> I almost swore it. I, I've never sworn on my blog before, but I think I used the F-bomb twice in that post. He literally opened the door and slept with his head out the door. Yeah. I mean, and forget even, about if, even if somehow you're stupid enough to not believe in werewolves, <laughs> I mean, like, there's certainly, there's certainly woodsmen traipsing around there with axes. Imagine Animals. we were just in a regular scenario. And you're in a strange hotel. Hey, let's just leave the door open all night with our heads stuck out the door. God forbid a custodial person walks by with a cart. You might be brain damaged at the end is of it. A, is it a wear cart? That kid went to Columbia. And, although he did top eight the only Grand Prix where if you went like two and three, you made top eight. And you proved that you could. Was that South Africa? Yeah, yeah. the one TBS one. Yeah. <laughs> The only one who didn't make top eight was Ryan Fuller. Was that one with Fuller like, winged his deck box at a judge? What? Was that the one where Fuller winged his deck box at a judge? I don't know. Fuller didn't make top eight. Was it the only Grand Prix that you're here to make top I, eight? I think because he was he, he got kicked out for for throwing his deck box at a judge's head. I mean, one four, you were you were you were easy in the top four. In that. I mean, I could be wrong, but all right. So, demonic castmaster, you you like this card? I like it a lot. Well, we yeah. don't say what it is yet. Two two B four three flying. At the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice a creature other than demonic castmaster. So, so if it's your solo creature, it's a sticky six? Exactly. It's, it's like having that uh, flying Scourge guy out. Skittering Scourge. Skittering right? Scourge. Or, but oh, it's actually the exact same thing as the Skittering Horror, except yeah, no, it's flies. better. It's better, because Skittering Horror, you had to sacrifice Skittering Horror if you played another creature. Like You can play this yeah, in a deck yeah, with yeah. Lingering Souls, yeah, yeah. with any number of other things. Well, you, know, there are guys you, don't have to, and you don't have to generate anything. Yeah, he's not no, Scary Horror, you're saying, was, would be good with Lingering Swords. This is not good with Lingering Swords. No, it is, because he can sacrifice his soul tokens, and for Scary Horror, if you want to cast him... Why yeah. would I want him to just make tokens to sacrifice? I'm just going to clock... Yeah, you can just play... I mean, you can just play Black Control, right, or Blue Black Control, you know, in, in a deck like that. He's, this card seems fine in a, in a largely... Oh, you know what else? You can just, like, make a last right to block on the... Like, you know, this guy in the third turn, huge last right to block on the fourth turn, 
like whatever they're not going to get, you just sack light. You just like slam them for seven. Yeah, obviously, and sometimes obviously you want to sack, you want to sack creatures. I mean, there's reasons you want to sack the price things too, right? Why would I? Hey, if you have two demonic cast masters in play, turn on tragic slip. Do you have to sacrifice <laughs> both of them? I would think that you do. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's too bad. Back in the day, think, they used to. Yeah. Let, I remember I was in a tournament once. Well, what was, what was they the, let me have like two water spell gen in play and return only one land? I actually is that the right possibly the right. You were able to target this land. The same land. It was I, a brief window. I don't know if that works that way. I'm sure I've won tournaments returning only one island with water spouts in, and the judge saying it was okay. And in hindsight, I cannot imagine that was the right rule. Sure. It was the brief window of uh, creative interpretation. Sure. I mean, there were a lot of creative like the interpretations. Step, the step where you could zoom up your 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 uh, bomb. Wall of booms. Yeah, the wall of booms moment. I remember Tony Perotti at a Namba. Yeah, he had a, he had the three cards in the the bomb combo. On a pin on his shirt, he said, "Not a combo." Um, it was it went only one one PTQ, right? Like, but that was like the biggest in, in France. But how often do you think you could say, "Oh, I'm going to use this island to satisfy both both upkeep conditions," and have judge say, "Yes, cool." I have won more than one tournament. Saying you didn't, I'm just saying it doesn't seem like something that would fly very easily. Sure. I, I think Demonic Castmaster is just a nice card. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Good. I mean, it reminds me what was the what was the card that people played in Next Steel Gold, right? Reminds yeah. me a lot of that. I mean, I, I'm actually with Becker here. I'd rather it were 3-4 than 4-3, but I guess a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Demon Lord of Ashmoth. This card's freaking awesome, but there's so many holes on it. I, I... Two, uh, two BB for a flying 5-4. When Demon, Demon, uh, when Demon Lord of Ashmoth enters the battlefield, exile it unless you sacrifice another creature. More and more uses for Lingering And it has Undying. Yeah, it's, it's obviously insane with Lingering Soul. This card's unbelievable to me. As long as you can get around the... But when he comes back into play... you got to do, do it again. you got to do it again, yeah. Lingering Souls gives you two I don't, I don't like this card. I, I think it has so much upside. I'm a seller. I, yeah, I'm a seller. I'd rather play Obliterator. You? Like, you're just going on and on and on nice. about Vapor Snag. Yeah. I this, mean, this card, yeah, this card, this card seems... I mean, maybe there's a point where it's really good, or maybe there's enough... You know, they, at, the Mag, at the PAX panel, they said that there was a lot of Undying in black in this set. So maybe there's a lot of things you can do with it. Just think about it like this. When, the, when you first saw Demon of Death's Gate, is that the name of it? What do you think of Demon of Death's Gate? I, mean, I certainly didn't think I was going to lose to it in a $25,000 <laughs> tournament in Chicago. Yeah. I will tell you that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you look at it and you're like, I think this is Demon of Death's Gate. I think there are probably a I lot mean, of so matches Demons where... Demons like, of Death's Gate, a card that largely was unplayed by almost everyone except my opponent. No, it was actually it, a staple sideboard card in Vampires because sure. it was good it was against something. Apparently you. I cannot imagine it was right to bring it against you. Your deck was so fast. Demon of Death's Gate is so expensive. But the, the reality is it was, it was a staple sideboard sure. card. It was good against Callblade. I think this is like... This card's like so much position. Like, think about... It's what, fine. What, it's what, it's what fine. Red I green creature four, and it comes at a significant cost. What? It, it's what red green creature gets through this, and it's not quadruple black. What red green creature gets through? You top deck. You top deck. Cost quadruple black. Quadruple black sucks. You could play this in a black white blue control deck. I can play. I can play obliterator in a zombie deck. Why would you play another? A creature that requires you to have other creatures in your black-white-blue control deck. Maybe I'm already playing that 3-3 vampire. Like, all those decks play that guy already. Yeah, you can just stick... If you've already stuck one of your creatures, you should be in really good shape. You shouldn't need to stick a creature to have your creature matter in your control deck. I, I really think this card's going to be good. 
I, I don't I, see it. I, I do what, not, what about you and your black white tokens? You don't think you want to play this with black white tokens? No, I, I don't like this no card. Way. I don't like this card. I mean, I, I understand. Steve, are you saying you wouldn't play in black white tokens, or are you saying they're just better, better options that you'd, you'd rather I mean, play? Hero Blade Holds. Uh, I would not play this in black white tokens. Would you play Hero Blade Holds? Maybe. Like, in the list that I was. I would too. Maybe? Maybe, yeah. That's like the scariest card in that deck. If it sticks. Like, if you're playing. Maybe I don't want to run any physical creatures. Maybe I want Doom Traveler as my only non-token creature. Why? Because you're like morally opposed to awesome cards. Hmm? Yeah. Besides, you well, still like, want that you want, liability. Or you want to blank some stuff. I mean, that's fine. You don't really blank stuff. Like, this stuff might not be good, but they can still cast it. You, they gain utility by using cards more than just holding them and getting beat up by your token creatures. All right. What's that creature with a million black symbols? This is Gristle. card's awesome. This is Gristlebrand. Four. And then another four, all of which has to be obliterated. So, so obliterator plus juggernaut. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Obliterator. So earlier we were talking about a particular eight. I also don't think anybody's going to cast this for a reasonable amount. Sure. This is so much better than that angel. Like it's just. Yeah. I think. I could see people just paying full price on this. Yes, I think I could see myself also paying full price on this, but I don't plan on it. Okay. I think that I'm going to cast a first turn faithless looting, and he's he's going to come some other way. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, turn four. Just yeah, like, he's out there, and then, like, you know, they kill it. I'm like, okay, 13. <laughs> you got me. Like, so so the card the card is Necro. I mean, it's just kind of disgusting. It, it's an 8-mana flying lifelink 7-7 seven, seven that has pay 7 life, draw 7 seriously, cards. Seriously, like, what if you're the kind of guy who's going to vote? If this, if this is in play at all, they're and you have owned. more than 7 life... You just draw seven It has cards. flying. Okay. Well, does that one, does that one uh, angel card stops you from using a KFX, right? Sure. But right. I mean, imagine, pretty much all we, imagine, we killed that. Imagine you're the kind of guy who's going to vote for Rick Santorum, okay? Yeah. You're a conservative player. Why don't you just get in there for seven first? You got your nice seven buffer. Now you draw your seven. This card is so perfect. I mean, like, it's, it's so good. It's yeah. one of the best fatties they've ever printed. It'd be perfect. It costs eight. It's it's, I, it's pretty I agree insane. with you, except for the fact that like we were talking about an eight earlier before you. You're never going to pay. I, I just think it's just such a garbage card. Like it for an eight, like it doesn't even stop you from tragic. Slipping. By by the like, way, is, by the way, in commander, it's also just pretty stupid. Oh, like, where you have forty life to work with. This card's pretty yeah, bad. I mean, obviously, I agree, but it's black, makes it slightly harder to kill. It's huge, yeah. so, has a hard time killing it. Yeah, but also, like, you let's, just say, let's just say you were playing it in modern. Let's say you were playing some sort of modern reanimator deck. Yeah. And you had, you know, like, I don't know, Disrupting Shoal in your deck. Yeah. And you can't, you, re, you resolve this. You're like, I don't have my counterspell. You know, if they have the, if they have the Path to Exile, but... But I'm gonna. But I resolve it, and they're like, Path to Exile, you're like, pay seven life. Huh? Oh look! <laughs> Goodbye. Like it's like if you have anything in your deck that you want to draw that's like going to be good in your hand the turn you play this for whatever reason, whether it's a shoal or force of will in. Can you can you imagine reanimating this in legacy or vintage? It flies. Well, whatever, whatever. Well, you know, legacy or vintage, you got you can just Iona them, which is a lockout. Okay. Should, uh, should... I mean, the ability to just like fight. Pick up a handful of Force of Will seems crazy. I mean, I mean but they, they have that with King Taxius, but this is immediate. But yeah. the other thing is, like... So yeah, if they have a Sword Supply here, so you a still lot of get the, a full... Yeah. Yeah, and you get your life right back. Yeah. A lot of the unfair cards were just going to, like, miracle you immediately in Legacy, though. Like, the, 
mean, even in modern, they can unrockle you. Like, you're getting attacked by it already. I, I, I think that this has less viability in those. It could still be good, don't get me wrong. But I think this card's dumb good. I think it's going to be really good in standard. I mean, it does get vapor snagged, but... I think it's going to see play in the free stack. I, I, I would definitely agree with yeah. that. I, I think it's it's so they're, good. They're blocking with Lingering Souls tokens and like trading with like their Worm Coil engines, so it's just going to get better. Like You're going to have more cards. You're going to be discarding more more threats to Unbarrel Rice and bidding more Lingering stupid. Souls. Yeah. Uh, are you still talking about Gristlebrain? Yeah, we're, we're kind of still. It's talking. really. I mean, it, we're we're all we're all just kind of like. Give a card to Benzo. I bet he'll play again. <laughs> um, Killing Wave. X B. This card's really interesting. X X B for each creature its controller sacrifices it unless he or she pays X. I, I think this is actually probably important in block. This is like we need a sweeper in block. If you're going to play like a Soren Planeswalker type deck, there was no previous sweeper, was there? I mean, against well, against, against, against token, token decks. This card, this card is insane against the token decks, right? Like you're just like even if it's for one, you know. Yeah. All right, I sack them. <laughs> I think that you it's, can have this as a sideboard card against specific strategies, but. There's no deck. I can't imagine any deck where you could afford to main deck this. Yeah, because like if if there's one important creature, then they can often just pay, right? Yeah, and think yeah. Of, think about this card in limited. Just like okay, we've 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 gotten to this standstill. You're hiding behind your spider, John Becker. You know, legion of spiders. Let's you know, whatever, two spiders. Yeah, and it's just like okay, he's got three spiders. You know, are we only on eight. black? I will I will gnaw to the bone. Yeah, and pay. Sure. Red. Is there one red card? There's one red card. Ooh, it's a I, almost, uh, I almost lost to a really interesting deck today, by the way. With, it was it had double chalice and like three naught of the moment. Yeah, I do that all the time. I'd, I'd never seen it before. Yeah. The, the one that flips when you yeah. start taking ten. Chalice I mean, I killed it to death, but I mean, Chal- it was a really interesting chalice deck. I actually played against. People are playing that in constructor. I played against. So this guy had like pristine talisman and that card and, and like druidic salzer and like Dog Skull reaver. Oh, that card's awesome, the Reaver. Yeah, draw, you know, draw to a Reaver, you're like, oh, tap my Chalice of Life, draw a card. It's like having a Gristle brand, almost. <laughs> yeah, like, almost. <laughs> uh, Thunderous Draft, we've already talked about these cards. God, you love this card. Bonkers. Yeah. Like, you, you would just pay six to deal five. I sometimes. have. You have, like, yeah, Fire Blast. It's called Fireball. <laughs> Fire Blast. That too, yeah. Right, Fire Blast. It's only four. This is just a Fireball instant. Yeah. This card's yeah. sweet. And, and it doesn't playing. and it doesn't exile itself like temporal mastery. So if there's any like Noxious crazy stupid stuff you can Noxious do with this, Snapcaster Mage. Yeah, right. You don't Snapcaster Mage the Thunderous Wrath. You Snapcaster Mage the Noxious Revival. I'll tell you, you're gonna snap. I guarantee <laughs> you, you are gonna Snapcaster Mage the Thunderous Wrath at some point. Me personally, yeah. yes, I know that. <laughs> I remember when I was like crazy <laughs> for Brimstone Volley. This is yeah, this like is. That. <laughs> They're friends! Yeah, yeah I understand they're friends. They're really good friends. Oh, take ten. Them and Snapcaster Mage, they like to party. <laughs> do you think do you think Delver Seekers can get into that party? I don't know. No. Maybe. No. They probably can. No. Alright. There's no. a lot of there's a lot of eights here. No. I think that card's poo. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it looks like poo. Second of all, are you serious? Crater Hoof Behemoth. Five G G G. For a haste creature, yeah, it better be haste at that cost at five 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 five. When, cra- when crater hoof nine, but I'm attacking you for five now. I mean, come on. When crater hoof behemoth enters the battlefield, creatures you control gain trample and plus X plus X until the end of the turn, where X is the number of creatures you control. So when you play it's him, it's gonna get one when it attacks. So he's attacking for six. He's a six. That's what it says. The fact that you would have other creatures in play. 
That card's poo. No one's going to play it. And waiting for Steve's response. It's poo. I'm thinking of ways to insert poop into its name. Crater Poop Behemoth. <laughs> right, there we go. Right, that's, that's the same person who picked Stranger Guys for the best card in the last set is not going to have a non poo no. rating for this. <laughs> no, I give it two poos. Two shits. <laughs> Let me tell you something about How this card. How is this a preview card? Let me tell card. you about this so card. This, this, Let me tell you about this card, card right? Yeah, let me tell you about this card. You are going to... Well, you won't because you don't no. play limited. But everyone else in this room is going to rage quit on Magic Online. Oh, not Steve because he can't install Magic Online on his Mac. But Frando, Becker, and myself are going to... This is, this oh, is a card you should be like, no, Guy has no cards in hand. He's got no cards in hand. He's got like three creatures. And he's just going to be like, boom, everyone gets plus one. Just overrun. I will certainly die to that. I mean, wait. <laughs> that only triggers the one time when you play it? Yeah. How many times do you want to trigger? It's poo. Well, I mean, it just, you're just dead to turn it No, it's attacking for one more. <laughs> like, I don't think you guys understand how many you gather. This thing is poo. What if we play it in a deck with Lingering Souls? <laughs> the Lingering Souls totally... And a Delver. Oh, oh Lingering Poos. <laughs> the Lingering Souls would be dead because they're blocking so long so you get to the stupid hate for this horrible green card. <laughs> Like, I don't understand how we're having this conversation. This card stinks. So where Even would... Johnny couldn't play this Where card. would the Crater Poop Behemoth pick his poops? <laughs> what? Would it be in the... Anywhere. Druid, would it be in the Druid's repository? Or repository. <laughs> <laughs> this card is like the opposite of what a good card is. Druid's repository. So one GG for enchantment. Whenever a creature you control attacks, put a charge counter on Druid's repository. So sort of like... Um, the what was the card? Beastmaster's ascension, sort of like an ascension. Yeah, but instead of winning, it just put it. Remove a charge counter from Druid's repository and one man of any color. Oh, really? And what if I want to play my crater poop behemoth? <laughs> <laughs> think about how good that's going to be. So let's think about Druid's repository in the way that or we should. <laughs> so it's a card that costs one less mana than like what should win the game in a color that's already good at accelerating. So if you already had accelerators, maybe you could get it out before it was too obnoxious to play. And you're giving up your, your development turn to put it out and do nothing. It's so bad. I mean, like, I, I'm sure some dirtle will make some deck that I might lose to in the casual room. So it's taking a crater poop. It is a repository. It's not a good card. I mean, I don't think it's fair to compare it against Beastmaster Center, which is such a strong card. Okay. How, how guys? Five uh, colors, one green. Creatures with power less than how guys power can't block it. It's a 4-2 Undying. This seems like a... Why do all the green cards cost a million? Why doesn't this have flash? I mean, yeah, I mean this is, would it have been so hard to give it flash? Clearly unplayable and constructed, and <laughs> just a dragon in limited. Yeah. If it had flash. It's just a dragon in limited. It's awesome. Yeah, and then like, you all go, easily first pick Yeah, and you get to do stuff with soul bonding to it. Yeah, it's... Undying, Undying and Soulbond, by the way, is going to be really it's interesting. It's a dragon. It's six. He has four power. I mean, it's not a dragon's got to have at least five power, right? Well, he does. He does. Later. He's Undying. Later. He's undying. I mean, the first time... You, you get to trade matter. with something and get a five. Imagine a five three. When they okay, I trade with a near heat stalker, and then I trade with a near heat stalker. We get to block? Gungasated, what if it had... Hey, what if it had haste or flash? Huh? I mean, whatever. What if it had regenerate? <laughs> Regenerate would be it's already Regenerate Undying. I'm not greedy. It's so, already really good. Um, like, do, you, do you like that guy better? Do you like the four? I think it's hilarious how the card joint assault looks like there's a guy made out of smoke. He does damage you to your I mean, 
Uh, I, the werewolf like looks the, like it's made uh, out of smoke. Hold on, hold It's a joint assault. Awesome. Get it? It's attacking a joint. Same, same casting cost. Same I don't think that's what it's. Same on yeah, the, far, the In the foreground, it looks like it literally looks like a joint. In the foreground, in the, in the werewolf looks like he's made out of smoke. True or false, Becker? Come on. And there's like flame. <laughs> there's literally flame coming out of the the joint in the front, and it's a green card. Ha 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 ha. And the werewolf's made out of smoke. It's a very four twenty evocative card. Yes. I mean, like, this. there's a lot of flavor to this one. Sure. Uh, you know, probably a really good card, limited. Yeah. Plus two, plus two for G is actually not that bad. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Even if you don't you play have this, Soul Bond. Yeah, it depends much. on how, I mean, I, I, can see this getting, I can see this getting played in block if Soul Bond is a real thing for Constructed. Yeah. Which we're just not going to It's not that much worse than a mutagenic growth, which is sure. played in some versions of the best deck. Yeah, if, if there's a green beatdown deck in block, they'll play the giant growth, if that's the giant growth, it does. Right. Alright. So... But, I mean, it's not exciting. Sigarda, Host of Herons. I like this card a lot. I think this card is really good. <laughs> this card's insane, right? 2GWW, Flying Hexproof, Spells and Abilities, your opponent control can't cause you to sacrifice permanence. I mean, just... Cannot be stopped by anything. You just can't Jordan. kill this. But you need a wrath of God. I mean, if you could actually live through an Emrakul attack, this would be really effective. <laughs> yeah. But, but no one ever lives through an Emrakul attack anyway, so... Except you, BDM! That's true, I did. Well, he queued for Nationals two years ago. His opponent literal tagged him with Emrakul. Yeah. Okay. My turn. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Well, he sacked exactly. all these little guys and like, made all his, all his Vengevines came back. <laughs> I looked through an Emerald attack once. I haven't. I stifled the ability. Oh! <laughs> oh. oh. That doesn't seem like it counts to me. It's filthy! It counted. It is, but it's not really looking through an attack, you just kind of thwarted the attack. Anyone ever awesome. like show and tell their stupid progenitus and you're like, hold, I'm gonna like, cast a. <laughs> I'm gonna cast a Mulligan Tutor and cast a Brainstorm response. Is that okay? Yep, shouldn't have been okay. <laughs> Your thing resolves. Emerald. And then it turns out to be a stupid... Uh, last card, and then we get to go watch the Bucks Moon Moonsilver Spear, four mana for an equipment. Equipped creature has first strike. Whenever equipped creature attacks, put a 4-4 four, four white angel creature token with flying onto the battlefield. Is this a limited bomb? Yes. So that's why they had to make it cost such a stupid amount of mana. Yeah. Because I mean, like, if this is so out of the realm of being playable and constructed, but what's... Right. And, and, like, at 3-3, three, three, it's clearly playable and constructed, right? At 3-2, yes. at it's insane and constructed. Well, at 3-2, right. it's so really it's, in the sword. <clears throat> mana. Yeah, but at 3-3, three, three, I don't know. There's not much precedent for, would, for things that cost 3 Warhammer. Fringe card. Who, sure. other than Michael would, Jacob, has ever won a match with that card? I would I would absolutely play that card in constructed. At 3-3. At three, four, four? No, three, three. Oh. Would you play it at that? No, that's way. How much? How much? I mean, I might. I might. Better skill. I mean, I might. Like angels don't go away, right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you right, but you got the deck with invisible stalkers and book guys just never has the mana. If you're playing a deck with attacks and you can't get the attack in, your deck's going to lose anyway, right? I don't think I've ever equipped a batter skull, and I played a lot of Delver. I've equipped Delver. I've I've equipped a batter skull elsewhere, not in Delver. I suited up the Delver in the PTQ. You what? All right. I suited up the Delver. And we've got basically land. Woohoo! I mean, there'll be more cards. I mean, this is just what was on the, uh, just on the spoiler, spoiler as of uh, April 11th. Um, I really like uh, Sigardia. Yeah, this card seems insane, right? Like, you could just cast this card pretty easily. Yeah, for sure. 
Like, this card could be in play on turn three. As a 5-5 five, five flyer for five to boot. Yeah, so and it, it's hexproof. Yeah, proof. it's kind of disgusting. Alright, let's get out of here. And no, let's talk about which cards we like first. This one's only 23 minutes so far. No, but it's basketball time. Well, well we're going to miss the first half. Let's just... We are. All right. Yeah, let's just acknowledge that. Okay. Avacyn is garbage. I, I Seriously, I do not understand how this is the flagship card of the set. It's, it's not even the best 8-drop that we've seen I mean, so card, cards don't have to be the best card ever for people to love them. Like, what's what's the angel that... Chroma's an awesome Yeah, yeah, Chroma's, Chroma's different. What's the angel... Why? They're both 8-drop angels. But I'm saying... Sure. But a, Chroma has haste. Haste, yeah. haste, is, haste is... One the, of the many reasons it's better. Yes. Yeah. Which angel would you actually know, uh, what's the one? It's like uh, I can't even remember its name. It's just, just it do? who the hell knows? It's, <laughs> it's got a lot of tax. Costs a million dollars. People love it. You know, it's like some 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 big angel. Ray Adon. Ray Adon. Oh, yeah. That's the one. Right? <laughs> people love that card. I can see myself playing Abyssin Angel of Hope. In what format? Uh, after Karn rotates out. <laughs> and Vapor Snake. Well, that goes without yeah. saying. I mean, it's so. I mean. It's bad against so many. It's not. It's bad against tragic slip. That, that's really the reason why I don't like it. Sure. Like it's. It, it, it's just so not good enough. Like for what you're paying for it. I, it's I really a bad return on investment. I really like Angel of Jubilation. I, I'm lukewarm on that. I think one. it's interesting. I think it's interesting. As well. I love Banishing Stroke. I think that that card's going to be really good. I, I think I, it's I don't great. like it. Really? I think that yeah. card's really good. I think, I think I think Mono Miracle might be interesting because I think what if you played sure. Miracle as a linear. All of your opening hands are clunky, and all of your top decks are awesome. I, I think that's, that like, really, that. really... Like, I mean, obviously you're going to still play your Ponders, you're going to still play your Planeswalkers, but then, like, everything else is just, like, trying to miracle up and down. Uh, I really like Restoration Angel. I think that card's good. I think the Paladin's super overrated. I, I love Temporal, Temporal Mastery. Mastery. I just think Temporal Mastery's, I think, so actually... The number, be... right now, we have Temporal Mastery at number one? Uh, no, number two. What do you have at number one? Thunderous Wrath. Yeah. yeah. I think that card's that insane. That card's just bonkers. I think that card's insane. So, but we have Miracles at 1 and 2. I, I think Gristlebrand's an unbelievable card. I think Gristlebrand is too, but I think it's a little more fringy. It's a, it's a, it's a specialized card, but it's still really good. You're just not going to have to face this card at every turn. You well, know what I mean? Well, well, the other, like, it makes existing strategies a little bit better. There aren't, I don't think that there are... It has an interesting, unique function. Really? You can say like, Black Blue Control. Would you consider playing... One of this card sure. instead of one great. I thing. really, and I really. The, 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 the Thunder is, is going to be a much more important card. I love it. I mean, like, you look at the red deck in every format. <laughs> and it's just, it's always one card away from either being the dominant deck or a not very good deck that can sometimes get there. And maybe this is the card. I mean, it's either going to plague you for, for a long time or it's, I, it's, I, it's, I think it's, it's much better in it's, an awesome, it's an awesome card. I'm just saying it's not a card you're going to see a ton of. I think that every single one of these green cards sucks. I love Creative Poop Behemoth. I'm a bigger fan really? of Druids for Poopsitory. <laughs> Seriously, the, 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 the listeners don't get your humor all the time. You're, you're telling me that our listeners aren't going to laugh at the word poop? Oh, I mean, said it a lot. Many <laughs> of them have already pooped their pants. They've lost control of their lower bodies. I'm just saying, and they don't told necessarily... story about pooping your pants, you'd probably get more likes on Facebook. Alright, so, so the Octopussy story. <laughs> <laughs> Different road trip. <laughs> Uh, we, we won't say who it was. Sure. <laughs> it was neither one of us, though. Yeah, it was not. No, but we had various... This was also coming back... All of our best road trip stories actually involved coming back from Connecticut. I don't know. Was this a Connecticut, was this a Connecticut PTQ that I lost a freaking... 
uh, Eric Ziegler in the top eight? I believe so. I was such a sore loser back then. I mean, you're not much better now. Are you? <laughs> I'm a lot better now. Okay. But the uh, it's difficult when he's eager. He smiled at you all the time. Didn't matter what was happening. Always smiling. Always smiling. You're like, stop smiling. Can you imagine the me from 2000 calling the judge on myself? No. I mean, like no, seriously. No. I mean, I, I can't remember doing a lot of illegal stuff. But I also, I, I'm racking my brain. I'm like, would I have ever called the judge on myself? You would do something like return one hour for two water spout gens or anything like that. I asked the judge if I could do so, it. So yes, you would call the judge. Uh, the judge just let you off the hook. Judge. I tried to get myself in trouble. The judge wouldn't let I'm pretty sure that the conversation went like this. Recent ruling I read about: you have two, two water spouts, gins only one island. Uh, I think I read about that ruling. <laughs> we are in agreement then. <laughs> so we're coming back. We're coming back on this road trip, and it's, it's like we're in that vast. Wasteland. No man's land in Connecticut. You know when you're driving in Connecticut and there's just nothing? But werewolves. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 15 hours long somehow. I yeah. don't know how. Connecticut it's is like actually the richest the, state on earth. And it's the largest state in the world. Populated by werewolves. It's like the size of freaking Russia. It's so Old cool. Russia, not new streamlined <laughs> Russia. Like I do the not USSR. Know where the werewolves get all the food. Yeah. <laughs> ca- I mean. So we're, we're, we're coming through there. Through we have, country. And we have a, a, another person in the car, and he's just like... Guys. Ate, you know, we, we had some terrible road trip food, and he's having a terrible road trip food Can't hold it experience. <laughs> and, you know, you hear the, like, comedic uh, rumblings. Uh, you know, the comedic stum- well, stomach... Well, start trying to make the noise. Assorted... Like gristle brands. <laughs> I mean, I was I was actually driver once uh, when we were at I don't know say, say, we were at, we were like caught in like hella traffic in Baltimore uh, at a nationals and we were like Mike you got to pull over and everybody and themselves the, on the side of the road. and he's just, he's just like yeah and he's just like I've got to take a, a crate of poop <laughs> and so we're we, like and what you know he's like we got to find a hotel we got to find <laughs> something we got to find anything so we turn off some road is like. Trust but me. It's, it's not the world. It's like a luxury hotel. But we have to first. We have to find a hotel, and we drive for like miles off of some spur, you know, into and, werewolf country. And he's sitting in the chair. <laughs> he's got his hands down on the bottom of the seat, right. right, elevating his ass off the seat, and he's got his both of his legs like, almost, on the dashboard. I'm almost gonna crap my pants thinking about the position. <laughs> this is a true story. He's just. He's just like, please. Please, Bastard. I don't know if I can make it. Please, we're like, we'll, we'll let you out. He's like, no, no, I can't go in the wild. <laughs> no, can't, you can't go in the wild. It's full of werewolves. And we're not going to the car. So we, so we just like, we finally come up to some like a luxury hotel, hotel. Like some Hilton or some Marriott or whatever it is. And out in the middle of nowhere, it's like some werewolf and Marriott. there's a wedding going on. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, 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 and the, and the, the door opens, and he starts running. He's like scrambling on all and fours. Like a bur- <laughs> he's not screaming. He like shoots out of the out of the car like Speedy Gonzalez. Tramples the bride's train. Like, like throws open the bathroom in the lobby without even asking, and it's just gone for like five or six minutes. This is like a scene from the new Hangover movie. And we're like, and he comes back. Kind of walking a little gingerly, just like sweating. He's like, "Well, like, what, what, what was it?" And he's like, "It was octopus." <laughs> I mean, something came up of like we would never be allowed to stay in this hotel. 
<laughs> it was it was pretty amazing. It's not as good as Kevin on in Connecticut though. Oh, that's I think the all time greatest. If we said this on the po- podcast, probably, it's, but it's the all time greatest road trip story. Yeah. So um, was it was it after a? It's me. It's me. You, Seth Byrne, Kevin on. Coming back from is it, is he the Boston, Boston where I lost to Becker in the last round. Becker Becker was sixty fifth. Somebody got so what happens is Becker sixty fifth, and the judge says Becker show up tomorrow, and he's like, dude, just you don't got to rub it in. I'm sixty fifth. He's like, Becker show up tomorrow, and Nick Eisel got banned. <laughs> <laughs> so Becker made sixty fourth. So. I was, so, I, was, I was told to be quiet, actually. Both Nick and Trey, and I think maybe even Fuller were there. But there were Trey got retroactively banned. Right. Well, there were a lot of but people not there that, that were, were pretty gray. And when I was 65th, I was walking by kind of where everybody was. I'm like, you got to be able to DQ somebody. The head judge says, John, make sure you're here tomorrow. What? <laughs> so what are you doing tomorrow morning? I yeah. said, I don't know. He's like, maybe you should be here. And I'm like, okay, I'll come watch Forest Boys. He's like, just, just be here. <laughs> so so what happened? So in the... Uh, I, I built my sealed deck wrong, go figure. So I actually started 01 every single... And my deck was bad. And then I transformed into this different bad deck, and I somehow won nine times with this horrible deck by guessing the correct morph. Like, and people get mad, like, why'd you guess that morph? And I'm like, it was just obvious how you play. <laughs> but I just... I guessed the right morph every single time for nine rounds, starting off 01, including a game loss or two. So I made day two, and I'm like... You know what? Yesterday I built my deck wrong, so I'm gonna play opposite Mike. And so what I did was I did everything oh, the opposite Costanza method. I literally did the Costanza <laughs> method. So I opposite Mike. I like to think of it being the Let It Ride method. The Let It Ride. Have you seen the movie Let It Ride? Yeah. Richard Dreyfuss. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I strongly urge people to see it. But he's basically around a bunch of losers and <laughs> reprobates at a track. And he finally needs to pick a horse, and he's just like, ask people, and he's just crossing stuff out. <laughs> he's like, who do you like? I uh, definitely like number two, number two in the six. So, so I Costanza method this, and I easily 306-0 the first draft, where I was like, every time I go to do something, I'm like, slap my own hand, I go, wait, no attack. <laughs> I remember being so proud of myself to win my draft. My opponent had um, Aura Faction, is that the name of it, where like, you attack, and then your guys get turned to gold, and they can't attack anymore. And I had never played it against... Sounds made up. <laughs> it, it's orification. Orification. Yeah, you attack and your guys get turned... So, like, I had to, like... I had never played against a card before, and my instinct was, of course, just always attack. And I'm like, no, we're playing this Costanza method. I can't attack. My opponent's like, why is he attacking? <laughs> is it because of the orification? And I'm like, I don't know how to play against that. So, like, 306 Josh Bennett, like, writes up and then he's like... My 306-0, and I'm like, oh, I have a whole new strategy. So I'm like all happy, so I 306 I'm like, I'm like, I really, I don't need a 2-1 to top 8. By, by the way, this is not the best road trip story part. No, no, this is not. <laughs> so this is, so, um. This is the tax on yeah, the so story. Then this, so then, I, in between my first and second draft, I forgot the Costanza method, played my normal, <laughs> normal method, and did not manage Lots the Lots of green creatures? Oh, I had a, a lot of green creatures. <laughs> Uh, the only one pick in the entire draft mattered. I took, uh, he- what's a seven cost demon, the nine, minus five, minus five with dies. I took that guy over a skin thinner, and that's the only pick in the entire draft that mattered. I had that guy in play when mm-hmm. I lost to, uh, when I lost to, uh, a skin thinner in the a taunting elf, <laughs> where if I had the skin thinner, I would have won my first round, and then Becker eliminated me from top eight contention with the skin thinner that I passed him, and I knew it was the skin thinner I played because of my ability to predict all morphs, yet I played my specter right into the skin thinner, 
So e- either of those matches went the other way, and I won my other round. So I would have been top eight, but one one pick wrong way. And then Becker also just failed to top eight because his breakers were so bad from starting on six. I did. I finished. I finished tenth. I was that was back in the era where you would never pass a Dirkwood bore, right? <laughs> Uh, I I would not have. If I had the option of taking a Dirkwood Boar, it would have it would have been my deck. That was just overall. That was just a, tri- a really interesting tournament overall. Like top eight. That was won by what, Papa Swan won that. Yeah, right? oldest oldest player to win it. No. Yeah. Brian Kibler really? won that tournament. Different Papa Swan. Different different Boston. Oh, it's different. One Boston. was one. <coughs> Brian Kibler won that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I did. I did get an invite for Japan though. But yeah, so it was pretty cool. I finished like seventeenth or yeah. something. But it was yeah, like, kids. Back in the old days. <laughs> People used to get GP. Used to get PT. <laughs> no, you would get you would get a PT invite, <laughs> and you went. You got and it wasn't that. even top sixteen. And at the time, it wasn't even that was top sixteen downs. got invites. No, it was, it was eight invites. They would, it was eight invites, but they would pass down from the top eight. Right. I so, know. I think they dropped two slots, and I, I got the ten. So. so, and Becker actually, you you didn't no, play was, though. You covered. Right? That was a different one. That was a different one. So Becker used to be so rich, he would qualify for the Pro Tour and then go to the Pro Tour and not even play. No, I did. I did that. I did that only once. I, I had not finished. Becker, I'm trying coverage. to make you sound. I cool appreciate. I'm, I'm unfortunately, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in the TRGR area, so. Um, you actually are really close to the TRGR area. <laughs> it's literally across yeah, the street. Yeah. John's yeah, outside is across the, the street. That's, uh, that's always where I am. I, so I learned house. today that Lauren Graham also lives in John's building. I actually think Lauren Graham's super hot. Yeah, John John likes to call her the old lady upstairs. That's, uh, that's mom from. <laughs> I think she's hotter than Alexis Bledel. Sure. I mean. But do you disagree that John's assessment of her would probably be the old lady upstairs? I did either one. I, I already. I'm just thinking about Florian Graham right now. I had now. Uh, okay. I yeah, got a tryout for coverage in Columbus uh, on my own dime because you know I managed to get. Uh, they said, "Hey, come on out, try out if you want to do it." So I went and I did it, and, uh, and it was, that was pretty my cool. first one. Too. But they couldn't tell me. They couldn't tell me, you know, whether or not I was, you know, <coughs> going to get the gig or not. So the next weekend there was a tournament, and I'm like, "All right, well, I'll go down to Maryland." I went down to Dream Wizards with Tom and uh, Tom Kelleher and Ed Linsky. That's right. And so we cruised down there, and I played, and I made top eight with a deck that was supposed to be terrible, but it seemed pretty good to me. It seemed hard to me. I played pretty tight, and I got to the finals against Tommy Ashton, and Tommy's like, I can't go to Japan. Do you want to go? I'm like, I feel bad kind of, you know, making a trade for the slot because I might be doing cover. But yeah, what the heck? So I was, I was playing fearlessly that day, right, because I didn't think I could do anything. I thought I was already going to get covered. playing in a confident fashion? I confident, absolutely. I, I wrote that shortly after that. And then uh, I, so I qualified on Sunday afternoon, and on Monday I got a call from Greg Collins saying, hey, would you like to come to Japan and do coverage? And I'm like, that's perfect. I just qualified for the Pro Tour, which I, you know, it was, it was, I, hadn't, I can't do all the time. I did it, you know, a ten times. The real swindle thing is um, if you qualify the Pro Tour, they let you play, and then you discover after you don't make day two. Well, um, <laughs> well, since I, it was my very first cover thing, I think they wanted me involved. But they, what I could do, and it was the last Rochester one, too, and I, I love Rochester draft, and I was pretty good at it. Um, and it was like the very last time it was ever going to be like a like a pro tour thing. Yeah. Um, so so I, I arranged that I could I could go and I could sign up so I get my two pro tour points and the yeah. players badge because the first pro tour lounge also and you couldn't go in the lounge without a players badge. Even covered guys weren't supposed to be in the lounge except to get players out of there. It was like a sanctuary. Really? But yeah. I could stay in there because I had a players badge because I was qualified. So I went signed up, dropped before the first round, did coverage for the weekend. That's cool. And it was the, by far the best. I think by far the best hotel. Uh, coverage oh, that, must, that means it was the, that means it was Nagoya. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. insane. It was Brian like, knows the difference between different Japanese cities. No, I just know which city had the awesome <coughs> coverage hotel. It was insane. Yeah. Was that one of the hotels that just comes with girls in the room? No, no, that's no, that's not Japan. That's in Singapore. <laughs> that's in okay. Singapore, and that's no one in this room story. Okay, so no, but you could just go to the hotel in Singapore. It would be your story. Let's untangent <laughs> twice and go back to your returning from said Grand this Prix. This Grand Prix that you don't top eight and I don't top eight. But you you did well. I didn't. Um, so we're we're coming back, and Seth Burns driving, and we're in the car with me. How fast are you going? How Boy. fast do you think? 
three miles under the speed limit just to be safe. <laughs> Me, Seth Byrne, Brian, and Kevin on? Kevin is, that, on. is that the whole crew? That is the crew. I, there's no Zev here? No, no, okay. no, just the four of us. So we're, we're in the car. Um, oh, sorry, one more question. Is the only music you're allowed to play in the car the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? There was no music. We talked about politics the whole time. <laughs> and football. I don't. I, I'm, I'm. This better be a good thing. I don't see how this could possibly be the greatest road trip story. Oh, <laughs> wait for it. So we're coming in. So it, it, it gets to be about dinner time. You know, two in the morning. So <laughs> on the way back from a grand period. Game, gamer dinner time. Yeah. So it's gamer dinner time. And um, there's a cluster of different restaurants we can go to. All different ones. You know, I, old favorite like uh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yep. So so it's like, where, where do you guys want to go to? Where do you guys want to go to dinner? And uh, you're like, I don't know, no, beer. nobody has a strong opinion except, except for, for Kevin Ong, <laughs> who says, "I'll go anywhere, but not. I don't want to go Applebee's. to Applebee's. Not Applebee's. Absolutely no Applebee's. I can't blame him. And we're like, we don't care. And we're like, but Kevin, why don't you want to go to Applebee's? And he's like, I don't like the ribs. <laughs> so we're like, okay, just don't order the ribs. You're like, no Applebee's. <laughs> Like, all right. So we're driving in, and there's all different choices of 2 a.m. dinner we can have. And Seth's like, you know what? We're going to Applebee's. He wants to watch football at the bar, okay? So there's a football game going on somewhere. Right. And so he wants to watch it. So we go to, he's like, and Kevin's like, Grum. So we go to, we sit down. I order, I, I, like, I say, it's, it's like, it's like, Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Wait, 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 wait. First, I'm like, Brian, do you think this, I look, do you think the steak here is good? And Brian's like, Yes, Mike. I heard that the Applebee's won a road stop award for best steak in the wilds of Connecticut. I think you should get it, Mike. It's called the werewolf steak. So I was like, okay. I'm like, one steak. <laughs> Brian's like cheeseburger. Seth's like cheeseburger, right? Yeah. And then Kevin's like, He's like, what? 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 He's like, ribs basket. <laughs> Kevin, you just insisted we had to do a huge fight that we wouldn't go to Applebee's because you didn't like the ribs. Why the hell would you order the ribs? I forgot they were unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> with with steepled fingers, <laughs> three platters <laughs> of the ribs he didn't like. That's what made he did like the guy. Like, I forgot they were away. <laughs> I really miss going to PTQs just just for the ride home. No, but seriously, like when I when I realized how far ahead we were on the Delver Tech when I was looking over this the last few days, it's like if only we played in tournaments. <laughs> yeah. We would have so many losing in the top eight stories. <laughs> so many. We so would not need to use the ones from 2003. <laughs> I would probably lose this weekend. I forgot it was never-ending breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Kevin on children's book, the never-ending breadstick. <laughs> oh, the waitress is like, should I bother bringing fries with this? <laughs> the answer was no. <laughs> So what's this art you have there? Uh, trade game we're working on. Oh, cool. Who drew that? Uh, Steve Ellis. That's pretty good. Yeah. And it's all distorted and weird because my monitor is a piece of crap. You don't need to make excuses. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I'll show you more when we're at the bar watching basketball. Which so, we're going to now. Which we're going to go to now. Oh, you need to record for me and give me my taxes. No, I need your taxes for you. I have your taxes here. Okay. But in the meantime, this is... Uh, 
Tom Kelleher, Matt Costa, um, Michael Clare. <laughs> yeah, Michael Clare! <laughs> Kevin on and Chris Massioli. <laughs> You're Chris Massioli, you beat his Michael Clare in the crowd! Like, can you imagine that fight? Oh. Chris Massioli beat Michael Clare, two exiled Star City writers, <laughs> putting on the gloves <laughs> for Drop 8 Magic. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll be back with more just before the episode. You're Creators. sure about that? I'm pretty sure we will. <laughs> I'm and not sure this podcast is going up. These two podcasts. Oh, hell yeah. High five. You know, I tricked Rashad into high-fiving me after the Knicks beat the Bulls. Is he a big Bulls fan? He's a huge Bulls fan. I ran down, went downstairs, and lobby, I'm like, high five. And he's like, high five. And he's like, what was that for? And I'm like, Knicks just beat the Bulls. <laughs> and he was, I seriously, he will never high-five me again. What planet are we on that Luol Deng is an all-star and Joaquin Noah isn't? I, I, they're on the same team. I mean, can you not watch them both play basketball? One of them needs a haircut. Yeah. One of them looks like kind of dirty and he owes you money. It, and is one of the best basketball players in the National Basketball Association. Still, still, owes, still owes money. Like, better positions you got to take about the NBA. Oh, I still like him a lot better than Mike Miller. But you're saying if you're saying he's one. Oh, that's of what you should like, write your blog entry about. A lot of people don't know this, but when you see Steve, you should ask him the story about Mike Miller and his ex-girlfriend. I think Joaquin Noah is absolutely superb. That's all I'm saying. And then uh, that's going to be it for Top 8 Magic. We'll be back maybe, maybe in two weeks.